What would you have done if you'd have got to compete in the Snatch Game? I probably would have done Mel B. Would you have done the Mel B, Mel B, Spice Girls Mel B, or the, the Dirty Bastard Minge? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Davina and I'm Ricky and welcome to Fierce Slay Talk, a decamp podcast where we'll be catching up with some familiar faces from the drag world and beyond, whilst delving deeper into the obstacles life has thrown at them in the journey of becoming fabulous. So shall we begin? She's an accomplished dancer, drag artist, and latest cast member to sashay away on Drag Race UK Series 2. She's the southern superstar with the longest legs east of Myland. It is Estina Mandela. Welcome to Fierce Slay Talk. Oh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to see you, but sad it's so soon, obviously. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure to just, it's a, it's a pleasure. And <laughs> how are you feeling today? Today, the day after? Today, do you know what? I'm feeling great great babe i'm feeling so wonderful um just the messages the support um it's just been fabulous and it, it's something quite weird of even though i've left so early it's kind of great because everyone's just like so supportive and so here for you and they're just like you yeah i've just really seen the love even more since like the beginning and um it's wonderful can't smiling that is what we like to hear. Yeah. Uh, what my my first question? What I want to know is. Good so everybody has their little cover story. Whether you're at a yoga retreat or you're going mm-hmm. on a cruise or maybe you were going on a a, a gardening infrastructure a workshop. A certain um, <laughs> facility that we're not going to speak about for the world to know. <laughs> So what was it, what was your cover story to everybody around you to go, okay, I'm just disappearing for three weeks and it happens to be I, I'm, ju- I'm just going away, on, on, I'm just going away for a while, even though you all know exactly where I'm going to. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm not, I, what did I say? I think I was going, I was in Amsterdam working on a gig, I think I said. Something, something like typical, like obvious I would be away and it would be on a gig, but everyone was just like, she's away, huh? Oh. Mm. oh, okay. With no phone. Hmm, okay. <laughs> and then I came back and was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm back. <laughs> See, that's believable with you though, because it's, you know, that's not completely so, out of the blue, yeah. is it? Yeah, some people were just like, yeah, I'm away. And I was just like, what, what, and what stamp in your passport was saying that? Please tell me, because I really would love to know. <laughs> How have you been uh, coping as well with the anticipation, ready for the anticipation, ready for the announcement? Oh, do you know what as well? Like this was March we filmed. We filmed that way back in March. And I remember like coming off and then you'll see what happens and we have a COVID break because we all know the COVID break happens. And then like, I was just like, crap, I've now got to hold on to this for ages. Not tell anyone even though I told like thousands of people. Because <laughs> I came off and I was just like, wait, so you're back? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just like, just keep it quiet. Just let people enjoy it. And it's different because like my friends and who I know um, were just wanting to know everything. And I was telling them what I could tell them, but also, you know, not keeping it quite hidden. But then as soon as the show came out, 
you know, the whole fan base just goes like off the roof. And I was just like, oh my God, all these people who are now like new fans, I'm like, you don't know what's going to happen. And I know everything that's about to happen. I know the whole show and you don't. And it's just like, mm, mm, and you're just like, and I'm like, oh, can't share that photo yet. Oh, can't say that. Don't comment that. Um, but um, it's just, it's nice. Cause I'm just like, I feel like a little kid. I'm just like, <laughs> Wait for you to see it. Cause it's a gag. Are you naturally really open and you just tell people everything, or are you are you quite a secretive person? Are you good at keeping those secrets? I can keep a I can keep a secret, but it's just like I'd be like, if left is right and right is left, then the eggs go to the fridge. But sometimes the eggs could stay out. But Trisha um, decided that she wouldn't take an egg; she'd take a lettuce instead. <laughs> Nonsense like that. Good, because I would have no idea what the hell Trisha is doing in my kitchen anyway. Get out! I'm like, how did you get a key first? That's what I want to know. Where did the eggs come from? I'm fucking vegan. Vegan? Jesus Christ. It's just like, oh. But things like that, I'm like, if you just say that, I'm just like, people are like, what? And I'm like, I know I'm getting it out, but you'll never know. Has it been like the day before going on holiday or like the day before, you know, like going to Disneyland or something like the lead up to the first day it was coming out? Like so that everybody would actually know and you could finally sort of release. Yeah, I was like, I, you know what, even when, when Meet the Queens happened, we all of us mm-hmm. were like, this was meant to come out in August. And it's right, taken yeah. to December. So we were so excited. And then um, like it got pushed a bit more. It was meant to come out on like the 12th, I think. And then it came out the 14th or the 16th. So it's just been like, get it out. We've been waiting so long, like so long. And not just us, everyone's been waiting so long. And so like, even when, my, when, we, when we did Paddy Power, I was just like, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> we've not even done the promo yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it's coming, but you know, season 14 of US might happen and then be out and then it'll be us. And then it'll be happening. And then it'll be happening. Absolutely. Well, of course, you had to wait ages and finally it did turn up and it has happened. And you, congratulations um, on being the first queen on season two to get a repeater badge. I know. Well done. That was amazing. So you and Davina have repeater badges in common now. Professional queens, doll. Are you wearing it down the shop and stuff? (laughs) No, no, you're mad. (laughs) If if, if they, no, as much as I love them, if they went, yeah, the Rupert badge will be £50,000, I've been like, yeah, I'll wear that down to the shops, 100%. But, you know, they gave me a 2004 updated repeater badge. But (laughs) Updated version. Do you know what's, and then as well, like the other, I saw on Twitter, um, World of Wonders done like a pink version and I was just like, fuming. Are you are you, you trying are you re- are you really trying to get me angry? Because <laughs> I've been very good for you on the show. I held a lot in, but um, it's you know what? It's just like it's the recognition of going. I did that, and I deserve the badge because what I did was correct and good and the best. And yeah, leave it there. Absolutely. So obviously, you did a fantastic job on that first series. Were you surprised about the girls' comments, or were you just like, Do you know what, I won. I was just like, Whatever, at the end of, I, I, I keep saying, I keep saying all the time, I'm like, all you girls want the career I've had, right? You all right. want to tour and do all these things. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I've already done that. So you're doing this show to have what I want. Cool. I don't take that off. Done. I'm just going to do me and take the platform and enjoy the ride and then just push myself to the next, the next step, the next journey, the next level of where I need to get to. 
Um, but I did deserve to win the first challenge. I mean, that Naomi dress was just iconic. And I won in an ASOS jacket. You're very welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you got Perfect. have you got a, a branding deal in the works with um, ASOS yet? My, I mean, my, this my, has my, got my, to my management, my management's been like, yeah, I'm in talks with ASOS and Christian Cohen, and I was just <laughs> like, cool. I'll leave that with you. I'm just gonna look pretty on Instagram for a while and just sleep and rest. <laughs> But I think it will happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Um, it has to. Yeah, it has to, definitely. Yeah. You know, one question that I love to ask everybody is, because it's my favourite game on, on Drag Race, is what would you have done if you'd have got to compete in the Snatch Game? The Snatch Game? I can imagine yeah. how many people have asked this question. <laughs> it's like, all you could do in the Snatch Game, I was going to do Kermit the Frog. No, I, generally, I really wanted to do Kermit the Frog. Honestly, but, um, okay. But me and Davina know the rules and we can't do any, um, you know, certain characters. No. Which is annoying. Okay. But um, I was going to do, uh, I had three. I had Mel B, um, okay. Ricky Thompson, and then Azealia Banks. Okay. Yeah, Thompson, they were my Azealia three. Banks. Who do, you, who do you think you would have picked out of the three? I probably would have done Mel B. Um, just because I think she would have had a bit more funny and I could have done more with and her. Would you have done the Mel B, Mel B, Spice Girls Mel B, or the, the dirty bastard men? Do you know what? I think I would have done like a mix. Like I would have done like the big hair. I remember I had the wig, the bit, it was big hair, the bunches one when she had the little that. It was that style. It was that one. And I had like um, my leopard outfits and I had like a leopard coat and I would have just done like kind of a mix of like the, what was it? Big bust. What what was it? Fat, whatever it is, that version. That one, they kind of just done a nice big mix. So I oh, don't give a fucking hell, you love your fat cunt, yeah. I just and you know what? I just I could I got to embrace Raven, my drag mother. I just could have just right. done her. That's how I saw it. So can you give us a little sample of what Melby would have sounded like? Um, you'll have to wait till All Stars. Ah! Have to wait till All Stars. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. The mini challenge this week was the limbo, the Notting Hill carnival mm. extravaganza. Um, I was kind of gagged a bit that you weren't the last one. Um, I do. Do you feel uh, because you are known for being, you know, a real physical performer? Do mm. you feel? Uh, that there is that extra pressure there for you to deliver because of that? Completely. Like, I, I think people are like, oh, because well, like, they know, you know, that I'm physically physically fit, as they say, um, even though I've got a whole tub of ice cream literally just sitting <laughs> here that I've just finished. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally pure ice cream and icing. It's great. Um, there is that bit of pressure of, like, you have to. People are just expecting a bit more, but then I go, I'm human. There are sometimes I fall down. I'm not gonna, I can't be perfect all the time. No one is perfect. I can't hold up to the values that you're holding me to, up to because that's just not, I can't physically do that. Otherwise I will just tear down and break down and you know, I'll just crumble and the depression will hit and I'll be in bed for three weeks. Yeah. And we can't, and you know, we can't have that, but if it happens, it's fine because you have to face these things. Um, But during that limbo challenge, I was like, if I don't win this, I'm gonna freaking throw an absolute fit. I'm gonna put my fist through one of the RuPaul's faces on the wall. I'm gonna take the freaking material. I'm gonna throw it over the camera. And then I was just like, I'm done. 
you. So in that challenge, uh, whose was your favorite outfit? Apart from yours. Um, I don't even remember them, to be honest with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did, who, uh, who, was there anybody in there where you thought, I'm, sh- I'm surprised that they did as well as they did? Um, I was very surprised Veronica did very well. Um, and pl- but Veronica's just like, come, come, Veronica came and went, yes, okay, I'm come here. And she's destroyed it. Um, but considering she got like to the bottom, like the, well, the top technically with taste, I was just like, oh, all right, Ben, all right, Ben ZV, yeah. Ben ZV, come on. Yeah. Um, and then I was quite shocked that uh, Ellie got quite far, actually, especially with that big head, the headpiece. Right. I was just like, I and don't know, the what back, this... everything. Yeah, I was see. like, listen, you mm-hmm. went for carnival, but I was just like, I would have just gone. Yeah, same. Yeah. But yeah, she definitely. did that. She did very far with that big headpiece on and then a little ball sack going, hey. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. Yeah. Did you end up with an eyeful from anybody or? Uh, darling, um, I just remember being like. <laughs> I don't know where to look. Like. <laughs> just like, cha-cha, bitch. Cha-cha. That's like, it. Ball sack, bitch. Ball sack, bitch. Definitely. <laughs> Now, someone fun. else who likes um, showing off a lot of flesh as well as yourself is Bimini. How did you feel? Were you happy with your pairing? Oh, I got, it was, it would either be me and Bimini or me and Tace. It would have been one of them too. And I'm so happy. I mean, I, I love Bimini to absolute pieces. Um, I remember when she first started and she was an absolute trash bag and she still is a trash bag. Let's just get that. <laughs> um, and then she's like evolved to this like, being of just goddessness now and i'm just so proud of her um not just from being body queen but just her aesthetic her being vegan and the talk she's having with being non-binary let's first of all i keep saying this the talk they had on episode three was one of the think the best talks ever on rupaul's drag race and or just in general it's so amazing and um i love them to pieces and the lemon herself yeah, absolutely. I mean, the pair of them. Definitely. It was amazing to see. Also, thinking about the conversations that we're having at the moment around uh, transphobia, trans inclusion, yeah. trans rights. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen today. You probably haven't. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've just seen the... the Boys magazine have... B-O-Y-Z. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Retracted their previous apology and just shared more transphobic shit. So awful. You only just think... Huh? Are you okay? I just know what? I don't even have the energy because you're just dumb. Yeah. So I'll leave it there. I'll leave that there with you. Amazing that we got to see that. And not mm-hmm. only that we got to see it, but that we got to see it on the BBC as well. You know, On the BBC, babe, with the DDC, <laughs> babe. Good. I'm so glad we got to see it on the BBC because it bloody deserves and needs to be on the BBC. I think it's probably the best place to be. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, completely. Most definitely, yeah. It was fantastic to see last night. You really did leave on one of the best episodes, of course, of um, of Drag Race so far. Um, how did you feel about being up against Tia Coffee in the lip sync? It's so horrible to go up to someone who you're getting close with. That's it. That's the only thing. I was like, I was getting really close with her. And also, we were kind of having to do a lip sync after crying our eyes out on the runway for about an hour. 
even though it's looked like 10 minutes, we were there for God knows how long, both of us freezing. And then it was just like, cool, so now you're going to lip sync against each other. Yeah, this week was the emotional week, wasn't it? This was the week where it felt like everybody went, this is getting to me. I need to go home. Where's my mom? It was too much. It's just like, it's so funny because I'm like watching the episode. I was like, everyone, yeah, I'm this. I'm not too sure. I'm blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's just. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like. Wait a minute, what show am I watching? This is not Celebrity Big Brother all of a sudden. What's happening? <laughs> uh, so did you feel, um, you felt pretty confident going into that lip sync or you weren't sure? Um, I, re- I remember I was in my head. I remember that, that whole episode, I was in my head. I was also over the whole episode. I was over the experience. I was over production. I was over the whole entire thing. So I remember like, even like backstage when we're like getting to do the runway, I was just like, Everyone's like, asking you okay? And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, okay. Because I was just ready to go home. I was also over the experience. And it's just that one, it's that annoying thing of when you feel that way, you just forget about everything, but you can't not feel that way. You can't try and undermine it. It just happens, especially in that environment anyway. Like, Ooh. just that. Because I've been in places where I've been, like, feeling all kinds of way and I'm just like oh I'll just do it and put it on but in that environment oh my god it's just like they're like that like in you know with cows and the, the little thing like that yeah <laughs> and I'm just like please stop and I'm just like but it happened and um, I was just like let's just do the lip sync I also wasn't fond of the song which never but, helps that doesn't help which never helps and that's another thing if I'm, and if I'm not feeling something you ain't gonna get 100,000 million percent you'll just get the automatic powerful performance that I can yeah. give but so watching it back now and looking at those performances is there anything that you would have changed anyway anything that you would have changed or anything that you felt actually that was amazing um the beginning bit, the good windmill kick, keep that in yes had no, I, had, I had no idea I did it as well I, I watched it and went Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd keep the back bend in. I think I'd keep on the spot more. And I think I'd I'd show the fight, but you can't help showing the fight because that all depends on how you are in the, in in that moment. Um, everyone's been like, "Why did she not do a death drop?" And I'm just like, "Okay, first of all, it's called a dip. Let's get that correct." Yeah. And second of all, um, no one had. You don't have to do tricks. Tricks are not just tricks. Aren't there to just blah blah blah? They're made and used in correctly and you know i guess coming from such a professional background and understanding how things are meant to be used um it's kind it kind of was um kind of was a downfall actually because i was just like i don't need to put it in but maybe it would have helped using it in that in that in that moment but um hey ho yeah what happened happened I mean, if you could have done any track at all, like, is there a track where you'd have been like, give me this track, give me any this of them, the and I will absolutely I, do it. That what? is the worst oh, question <laughs> you could ask any performer. What track would you do? Um, the ketchup song. <laughs> the ketchup song. <laughs> at least we all know the choreography. We all know the choreography. I do the macarena. Sadly, like, like the macarena, yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, like give me a That's give it. me a song where I don't have to the what's it? The frog one, the frog one back in the day. Oh. Oh. Give me that. Oh, the crazy, the crazy frog. frog. Yes. Give me crazy frog. Give me something like that and I'll just sit there. Anything. <laughs> so as as you said, as you're an established uh, drag artist. 
uh, joining the likes of Family Gorgeous, uh, you and the Sink the Pink Collective as well. When did you first swap those ballet pumps for your heels? Um, and get uh, into when drag? I left, when the education finished and I went, goodbye, okay. see you later, never again. Where was the um, education? So I went to Havering College originally um, in Essex and then I went to Ron Bear, did my audition, got all that, went there for like a week and a bit and went, Wow, really? Yeah, I just didn't enjoy it. I was sitting there like, I'm sick of doing ballet for three hours to ten hours a day and then contemporary. I was just like, I thought it's, I thought it was what I wanted and it wasn't. And then I just left and then I got into Matthew Bourne after that and I did Lord of the Flies and then I left that and take that off my box and then I was like, well, my parents, my mum was like, yeah, I need you to have a job. I need money. I need you to self-income. And I was just like, don't want to, but I understand. Um, I'll happily sacrifice part of my art to help you and to help us. I went and um, worked in Selfridges for three years, three, three, four years. I worked in the makeup counter in Alaska, and then I worked for Selfridges. And then kind of that time, that's when I joined Sink the Pink and then um, started dancing for a raven as a boy and then jointing the pink and then kind of was just like going to Selfridges, going out all night, partying, doing Skink the Pink and then going to Selfridges the next day, still with makeup on, still in the hills, like. Wow. <laughs> and, then, and then like the Arab women were just like, I love your eyebrows, can you do my eyebrows? And I was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> still, still, still singing last night, strikes to my head. And then um, I then ended up missing the pink and then just became a drag, drag artist from now. I can never call myself a drag queen. Um, and then that's just kind of where it happened. And then I, now I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, now, now I'm off RuPaul's Drag Race season two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about that, that you don't call yourself a drag queen, you call yourself a drag artist. What do you see are the, the differentiations between those? I think I've always seen, um, I've always seen a drag queen is someone who, Im who someone impersonates a female form and does it for entertainment. That's just how... I visualize it. If I think of like Miss Jason and like Lily Savage, like the old school drag queens I used to watch, I'm like, it is, it is a man. I hate you saying it in this way as well, but like a man who does um, impersonates a female form for entertainment, whether that be hosting, singing, dancing, comedy, blah, 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 blah. And because now in the world we live in and how I've grown up and how I like to portray myself is not necessarily in a female form sometimes it's very androgyny sometimes it's like just pure art and it's just not even about gender or even trying to put a label on it it's just expression of art i call myself an artist just in the form of drag and you know how i in dancing as well like i'm all about performing and i just use drag as the art form in my performance and um, that's why I call myself a drag artist. Um, a lot of people claim to be a drag artist, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to understand why you're claiming to be something, because no, no one can just be a drag artist. At the end of the day, an artist is a job, and it's a title, and drag is an art form. You can do drag, but you can't be a drag artist just because, you know, you love drag. Um, none of us, some of us have been doing this for years and years and years. Some of us have been doing this for a year, but uh, it pays my bills. So, and then you do you do like uh, you do do in fact a mixture of slower musical theatre numbers and much faster higher energy stuff. What's your favourite style to perform? Again, with the questions of the tracks, <laughs> <laughs> um, I it switches, babe. It switches. 
up and down. It depends on my mood. It depends how I'm feeling. Um, I just love a good musical theatre track, really. The heart, the heart of it all is, she's a she's a theatre baby at heart. Like I love it. Any, God, bring on the man. Wicked, Legally Blonde, Book of Mormon, Freak West Side Story tonight. Oh my God, I could do any track. It's just give me this, give me a musical theatre track. I mean, just... the fact that you have even dropped Bring on the Men tells me how much of a West End Wendy you really are. West End Wendy, babe. Like... It's, one, it's one of the tracks I do as well when I do it in like a red dress. And then I, and then, I, and then it's just like a rose. I put like a rose out of anywhere and I'm just like, <laughs> and then you get the tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just everything. It's just, and do you know what it is? It's just gay. Gay so, in camp. Astina, how old are you? I'm 27. Oh, I'm 28 in a few weeks okay actually. 28 28 but still that's like a baby but you're you're referencing these kind of older things so does that come from because how long have you been doing drag and then has have being part of like a house because your drag mother is raven isn't it raven mm. mandela who mm. oh my god love 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 <laughs> love 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 <laughs> she the last gig we did together she was there in a, a red she her hair was red and she was in a silver leotard and i was like don't come for my fucking gig bitch a fucking bitch <laughs> I she's such a bitch she was like i know love i tap i knew i was working with you love that's why i came out there to tell you <laughs> so funny <laughs> um, love 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 her so does that uh referencing some of those like bring on the men particularly it's like a real old school mm. you know we're talking like 50 60 it year is. old drag queen that's kind of your staple yeah. i'm going to be doing bring on the men or older um so does that come from you know having a mother and and then or is it more about when you started and and how you got into drag in the first place? um i think kind of both really it kind of it goes back to like my, my granddad and my upbringing um you know i was Brought around music from like the 30s, the 50s, the 80s, and the 70s. I don't know why I then skipped a generation to then go back to one. Um, but like that's how that's the mute the era is the music I brought up around. That's what I listened to. That's what I experienced. That's like everything I lived. I remember my mum used to watch Ben Hur and I'd sit there just watching Ben Hur. I'm just watching this chariot just do it. I don't know what's going on, but that was what I watched. And then having Raven, who um, has been through so much and experienced so much, and she would educate me on all her life lessons. And then, like, um, Miss Kimberly as well, so Raven's drag mother, she would educate me on things and uh, teach me stories. And I, d I think everyone, especially, like, um, my generation, even though it makes me, like, even though I'm, like, wherever I am, and then the younger generation and keep going, look to your elders, take, learn about history, learn about your past, Learn about outside of your world as well. Like, you can learn so much from going outside, not just knowing in your little circle and bubble. And that's, um, I'm kind of honoured. And it's good that I learned all that from Raven and my mm. granddad and my mum and my nan. And I think that's where, like, my understanding and comes from all their history and all their learning. And hence why I can go back to, like, the 20s and say all these things. And people are like, I don't know, do you believe you know that? And I'm just like, yeah, it's called the... I'm really intrigued. I always sound like a 45-year-old Swedish woman, really. <laughs> I've always said it. I'm always like a 45-year-old Swedish woman. I was born in the wrong body. Shouldn't even be black. I should be a white woman. And um, But it's just the history. It's just um, I'm very honoured and blessed because I know there's a lot of people who do not have that. Mm. And actually, this whole this whole cast 
has been doing a lot of educating. Um, all their references. It's been very, very smart. And I've been really, really impressed with everybody and, mm. and the depth of knowledge that they actually have. You know, that it's not just... I'm great at makeup and I'm and great I love, at makeup and I and love I'm dancing. Fat. I can spin around. That's it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like there is there is a, a depth to everybody on this cast, which I think um, isn't always there when you're talking to people who want to do drag. You know, it isn't always there. And some of that is just, you know, they don't have the same uh, experience or they've not had the same opportunities. And that I think what you're talking about, you know, uh, talking to people who do have that experience mm. and finding those things out is is yeah. actually such an important part of drag it's so important and it's like and then like and i think what people forget is then like drag goes into your your government life as as i say like it applies to you when you're out of drag you know these are things that you will then learn and you can carry and then you can apply to other fields in your life and like it all, even though drag is, you know, it's to the famous drag on that every queen loves to do. <laughs> like, even though it is all that, it is like you strip it back and there's a realness, there's a rawness, there's a core to it, and like there's an actual fight, there's a human breath and soul that we all of us have, and I think people forget about that and just think it's. And it's like, no, baby, it was never that in the beginning. So <laughs> I don't know where you're thinking it's going to be now because it's not that. But yeah, just educate yourself, guys. And just and accept that you don't know. I think that's another thing is people don't accept that they don't know. Like, it's fine. It's like, I don't know half the things, babe. Believe me, if I did, I'd tell you all. But I don't. And it's fine to go, I really don't know. Mm. I don't understand. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually a very brave thing for you to say that out loud. Like I for think me, that's what the scare. I don't know who Princess Julia is, so I've gone away and looked. And then you, you don't go. know. Go away yeah, and look. There you go. So look Find out who these amazing people are. Blah. And then you go, oh, okay, cool. And then you can go back and then you can understand the reference. And then you can go, hmm. And then you can test your own opinion again and then start testing yourself. Yeah. And then you can go, no, she was shit still. <laughs> oh fantastic so you just talked a little bit about who you are um your drag name is constructed out of your own name isn't it and who and someone else's yeah so it's um my name aston um and then astina and then tina from uh, tina turner so it's um uh, yeah aston tina and that's how it's because she's one of um she's one of my favorite um numbers to perform there you go and then mandela from your drag mom and then mandela from mama raven herself She's going to be like, oh, I love her edge on the podcast. <laughs> She's got her mention. So have you, um, you've danced for some super big people, like the Pussycat Dolls is one of my absolute favourite oh, bands yeah. ever. Um, and who have you, though, who have you fanboyed over when you've met them? When you sort um, of, you know, got into that room? I, I, I think I fanboyed and fangirled and fan all the genders. <laughs> over, um, yeah. I think everyone and I've just gone like but I kind of fan, fan do it like internally and I just go at, at whatever moment I can you just go um, thank you so much this is an honour this is a pleasure and they're like oh, it's absolutely fine and then you walk off and then you like you leave the end of the day and then you go into your pillow and you go 
And I'm just like, oh my god, you'll never guess what happened to me. And this has just happened and I'm gonna cry. And it's so amazing. Uh, you okay? Yeah, I'm just gonna go eat some chocolate right now because it's so amazing. Um, but I think probably one of my biggest was definitely Melanie C. Okay. I think just ah, uh, it just it's. I was just like, what's yeah. the story there? Uh, well, we, we did it before. We did at Mighty Hoopla. God, was it the year before? Like, I think 2019. I think it was, and we were working. We did a number on our stage, and we did like, uh, one of our solo tracks, then a Spice Girls number. That's it. Is it? Have you got any pictures of the moment? Um, no. <laughs> It was one of the moments where I could snap it in my yeah. brain. The universe okay. snapped it and just went, yeah. here you go. You'll never forget it. It's one of them. Perfect. And that's the best kind of photo ever you can ever have because it will never, ever leave. It really is. It really is. You were um, you were carving out a name for yourself before Drag Race. Then where did you start? Oh, was I? Me? Um, me carving my name out. Yes. Um, I was just, um, so I started, uh, when would I first ever do it? I started Miss Sink the Pink, that was when it kind of all first came around. So I would say that's the first, like, Miss, um, that's when it all first started, Miss Sink the Pink, 2017, April. And then from there it just went, do 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 And then I kind of, like, I met Joshua Hubbard and the Family Gorgeous, and then Manchester lot, and that's when I came up to there. And then that scene just went... As it does. And I just, and then, and that was like my first kind of opening to like the UK and performance. And just like Davina said, like they just bring everyone in. And I was just like, why the hell is London not like this? Well, because you earn fuck all money and the right. And there's thousands of people. And rents are enormously high. And rents so high. And I was just like, and then I spent, I, I think I spent like my first year or two years in drag always up Manchester mm. and always up the north because it was just it's just the best place and I always say when people are like well, where's your favourite place to perform and I go Manchester where's your favourite place to go I go Manchester one the people are real two it's just a great city and three home sweet home is there and I fucking love it <laughs> it's so great it's so great and it's where I also like it's where I met Grace Winnie Smith it's actually where I met you Davina as well mm. I think one time we came into um I can't remember what, what we were doing. Some shit old like, that I was working Some shit old thing you were there, babe. And you, she was just like, hey, red wig, silver dress. And I went, that's not Davina, that's Raven. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just great. And like, there's just such a more, there was just, a, there was a more like open, expanded um, expansion of people there and different walks of life I felt when I was there. Yeah. And this was like back in 2017 now. So we're going way back when. It was like years ago. Jesus Christ, mate. It was years ago. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, I always say it. It's my favourite place to go to. And it's one places that I think everyone should um, go to and see. And they deserve everything in the world. Good. Thank you. Well, we can't wait to see you again up here. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, this is when I can walk out my house and go. Exactly. We're ready. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. Come on. Get the vaccine rolled out. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> And they're like, like, so that would be £200 on the Virgin train, please. Yeah. And I'd be like, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> now, Drag Race isn't the first time that you've been on the old telly box, is it? You've done mm-hmm. various other things before. I have. Probably most notable for me was Drag SOS. So what was that like? That was, 
See, that was great. First of all, I remember like um, the whole audition process and they messaged me and they were like, so we've got this new show coming out called Drag SOS. And I was just like, yeah, don't worry. I know what the show's called, babe. And then they were like, um, we're looking for a choreographer. And I was just like, okay, cool. I'll happily come in and do an audition. And then I did that. And they was like, Swift the Family Gorgeous. And I was just like, do you know who they are? And I was just like, well, of course I know who they are. Do you know who you're talking to? Uh, Drag SOS was like, there's the camera. We need you to talk about this, but just do this. I was like, cool. We're not going to do anything. Yeah, because you you're not one this. of the contestants. You're one of the people yeah. running the show. So Yeah, so it's kind of like, I kind of got to see it. It was kind of like watching myself and then sitting and being the producer. Yeah. Or like watching the contestants or like the, um, what were they called? I called Draglings, that's what I called them. Yeah. Because um, oh. they are the ones. But also I think the show was so great. I really love doing that show because it's about finding your inner strength and people who have never done drag, most of them are quite heterosexual, mm. and, the, and then the women, some, and then when it comes to like the lesbians and my gays and all my little queer babies, I was like, oh yeah, I get to put you in drag. <laughs> and then also I was like, as well, like I was 20, oh God, was I 25? 25 when I did Drag SOS? And I was helping people who are in their 40s and other people and I was like I'm only 25 like I'm still experiencing so much in life I'm still learning about myself but to give back at such a young age and from my understanding of my background was just so um rewarding and I'm so thankful as well that we had um TT Bang on it and you know showing women like there's power in drag showing the world the power in drag doesn't just have to be for men yeah it can be for any walk of life any gender any sexual pain as long as you are just a living being of existence you can do drag because drag is for everyone absolutely doesn't mean you should do it but it's for everyone <laughs> <laughs> stop attacking me stop attacking me do you know um what have the family gorgeous so while we're talking about them said about your drag race experience have you had some feedback from them and, and some lots of love cheddar sent me a message i haven't read it yet because there's thousands of messages yeah. um <laughs> anna Philactic sent me a message she was like i'm so proud of you like what you've done on that show even if it's in two uh three episodes is so amazing you should be so proud of yourself lil lil and uh, Banksy had a little podcast and i was um little review sorry and they were like um, don't listen to her, Stina. She says she's all fierce and she's trying to think she's all this, but really and truly, she's the nicest, sweetest queen. And I was just like, <laughs> Lil. Oh, and I was yeah. just like, I like, I have such a such a special place for them in my heart. Like I really do. Um, yeah, I just love them to pieces. They're all great. <laughs> Fantastic. We also saw that you've been keeping the makeup wipes for memories. Which did you get that from Cheddar? So I remember seeing it. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember we was on the show and Cheddar was like doing it, and then I was just like, okay. just like because I was a little, I was still young and fresh and new, and I was just like, that's really cool. I that's such that. a great idea. And isn't then it? I was just like, I just started doing. It. I kind of just did it for myself, like different faces. Sometimes yeah. you know I ended up doing. I did that like six months the same face every day. So I was just like, why am I doing this? And every every freaking <laughs> makeup looks the same. Um, but then I was just like, this is quite a nice like way of remembering certain faces and enjoying. And then everyone's just like, you should sell them as merch. I'd buy one of them. And I was just like, <laughs> you're like locking them away for a rainy out. day. That, that's, that's gonna be a grand, by the way. Yeah, I think. Face. I think Crystal might have put one on a t-shirt. I think that's mm. what she did with it. I think she put one on a t-shirt and sold that as merch. 
Yeah, um, I'm just like, yeah, it's just, it's just a fun little thing, you know. It's just... I don't use them. I'm an eco-warrior, I'm afraid. They're made of plastic. They just I go into landfill. So I've got <laughs> yeah. myself an old flannel, rub it all bug, off bug, 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 bug. Exactly. Usually, yeah, usually I use like a cleanser. <laughs> Coconut oil, baby shampoo, I'm done. Usually, and I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I've got the gig in three hours. Yeah. Oh, my God, no. Cat. I mean, if I'm <laughs> doing a, like that's one That's a maxi gig, more, that is. Yeah. <laughs> more, and then you go, that's it. To the gig. You talked a bit yeah, about fangirling uh, with, you know, Spice Girl royalty, Mel C. Um, but you also did um, the podcast for BBC One, BBC Radio One, um, The Drag Pen. The drag den. The drag, drag den. den. Drag <laughs> den, drag den. <laughs> okay. Drag. I mean, I'm so used to being called a pig in a wig that anyone calling it a den rather than a I pig pen, I don't pig. understand that. Um, with Jade Thirlwall and mm-hmm. Ashley Roberts, um, what was that like to be in a room with them? Because, I mean, obviously they're like pop stars and then you're in a room being asked to be with them. That must have been a, quite a moment. That was, I remember we did that at like 6am in the morning as well. And they were like, we need you in full drag. And I was just like, okay, so you're going to get a lash and a wing. That's all you're getting at 6am in the morning. I remember just walking in. I remember just being like, fuck me. This is so weird. But they're just like, I think because what's so great about, you know, a lot of the pop stars, especially in the UK, Mm. part Ashley Roberts and Kimberly, because I love them. They're just so, they're down, I think people forget these are, they're just like us guys. They are human beings. They are just fab people who are now just happen to have a title up, upon them. And they walked in and they, they were more fans than me because they were screaming seeing a drag queen in the room. And I, I was really? just like, it's, I'm like, it's only me guys. So, and I walked in and I literally had the outfit. I had my trainers on. I took my trainers off. I sat in the interview in the podcast with my socks on. I was just like this. And it's just like, I, they were just like, an awe because I think I think that's the great thing about it is people see drag as this big amazing thing and I'm just like to us it's just like well it's, just, it's our art mm. it's, it's ours it's just something we've grew up with it's something a part of our community and it's now a lot of us now do it as a job or career we find ourselves or x y and z so it's just like it is just us and it's just what we do but to us other people they're like you are a goddess and you're like you're like the mona lisa but better and i'm just like oh thank you i know (laughs) (laughs) i know but like you know they they put us now on this pedestal and it's just like that's a it's kind of a duty now really Mm. so the real question is did you get their numbers um i have ashley roberts number Ah! (laughs) oh my goodness i speak uh yeah and i performed i performed at jade's birthday party when was it uh whenever it was and that was fun and um it's weird. I met a lot of celebrities. Mm. Celebrities. I am a celebrity now. Girl. Right. We're into quick fire. Are you ready for these? Oh, okay. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, so go on, babe. Just as soon as it comes into your head. Alfie Lockhart wants to know, how is the ASOS jacket? The ASOS jacket is hanging up with the badge. Looking fabulous. <laughs> and Heather Sweet wants to know, if Michael McIntyre played a game of send to all, who's the biggest name you would be worried about? So is that Ashley Roberts or somebody else? Um, Ashley Roberts. <laughs> Ashley Roberts. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, Nina Jasmine wants to know, how have you been since, since filming the show? I have been 
fabulous i've also had been very down and um, my mental health has been up and down the roof but you know what we're in a pandemic and it's not just me the whole entire world is going through mental health but you know what it's fine i've got my therapist i've got my ice cream in the fridge and it's great <laughs> ideal so dopey angel 101 wants to know have you received any therapy after seeing Ginny's sexy look in the workroom because i think i need a referral <laughs> No, babe, I loved every moment of it. I watched it, I put it on repeat. I made a gif of it, it's wonderful. Klaus Trupp says, I'd like to know if Rue had a bang on the head prior to filming this week's Drag Race. I'm in, I'm in shock. Babe, I'd love to know if she had a bang on the head too. I wanted them, well, you know the cartoons where it goes, um, gag. So Celtic Cub also wants to know, uh, who Estina voted for in the Drag Race Cabinet mini Ooh, challenge? Yes. So who was that? The Drag Race Cabinet mini challenge. Oh, the poll. Correct. Um, yes. Oh, I don't remember. I think Ahura. I voted for Trade because there was no one else really at the time. Like I said, okay. none of them came. <laughs> um, Baroness Basic. I remember was Tia, but you know this is going off for episode one. Um, what was the other one? Cockiest. I. Do you know what's funny? When actually they said cockiest, I was like, what's that? Oh. Oh, oh really? What's cocky? What do you like? Dick? Okay. And I was just, and they were like, "No, I'm cocky." And I was like, "What?" And they were, "Oh, I got it." Mm. Um, and I think I put Ellie or Lawrence, one of the scratch right. queens. And then what was the other one? Shady. Yeah. And then Ahura. yeah, yeah, Shady yeah. as well. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I put um. Or oh, Ahura what? Veronica. I think I put Veronica. Veronica. Okay. Veronica is Shady. I think I put wow. Veronica. Okay. Well, you weren't there, darling. Well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there, darling. Sarah Scorer says, did you learn any tea from watching that you didn't know? Did I learn any truth? Um, no. Nothing. You knew that no, people had been what they'd so. been. I think... Actually, do you know what? I didn't know Veronica was going to come through like that and just slay the fucking game all of a sudden. That I didn't know. <laughs> she was just like, oh yeah, bows in episode one. Episode two, bam, reveal. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That's okay. what happens, us older that's girls. It. That's what we do. We lull you into that's a false sense it. of security. <laughs> come through and you go, wow. And then, then we go, oh, hi guys. Hi. And then bring it all me. out. <laughs> so Bag of Chips fan wants to know Ask Astina if she knows what's the story in Balamori um, The story is that Balamori is um, Non-existent now oh, Non-existent, there you go Sad times I know. <laughs> oh, There you go, so that's your, that's your fan quick fire round Oh, I love your fans We're coming to our last couple of questions, Astina So, as Rue said last night You've lots more to offer And... Uh, Rue can't wait to see what it is. So, what have you got in your pipeline at the moment? In my pipeline? <laughs> oh, just some gunk and some crap from the sink. Um, uh, in my, I have merch coming out very, very soon. I've had everyone been like, where's your merch? Where's your merch? Where's your merch? I'm just like, life is not about merch, guys. And I will mm -hmm. give you the merch when the merch is ready. But the merch is coming out very, very soon. I've just, um, I had to take some time um, off it when it kind of the show kind of started i had some family issues that needed to be sorted out and family is more important it's so important Always. i was just like i'm stopping my merch i'm not even gonna worry about it i'm like I don't even care about drag race and all this stuff i have family to sort out first we've got that sorted out that's all fine now and i'm back on it now so the merch will be coming out very soon and who knows um i never expected this to be here 
I never thought I'd do drag race. I never thought I'd ever be a drag queen or a drag artist or however you want to claim it in the world. So I'm kind of just, I've got my goals. I've got aspirations. I want to kind of do some campaigns. I want to work with some charities. I want to um, give back to the community in the world. So who knows? At the moment, all I want to do is just go outside and be able to travel. But until the government yeah. decides to bring the vaccines to everyone, I'm in my home looking at my washing machine going, Ooh. I mean, for real. Like that's really. it. But we'll be out soon. Touring will be a thing. I know I have some tours and some shows happening and coming up. Um, and yeah, I've got my own. Like, I want to do like a dance concept video. I want to um, maybe do like a documentary. Um, and just dwell in like a little personal one and dwelling on like the issues that we can expand on more. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do like a round table kind of thing and talks and discussions. Love that. Um, yeah, I think, like, I really just want to open the place to, to have these talks now. I think it's quite the... It's kind of a duty I have now, mm-hmm. I think. And um, I am kind of want to get in, into that. Yeah. And um, look, be fabulous. And it was super... Like, did you watch the town council meetings that they were having? Uh, that they were... No, oh, my God, them. they were amazing. So oh. get into that. Uh, Monet was running some... Um, the one particularly where... Uh, T Rex was on. Was oh, yeah. Spicy. And, um, you know, they were just actually, they were just really interesting in terms of how do we create an environment that is more open and gives exactly. people more opportunities. Yeah. Um, so, so, absolutely, yes, 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 get into that. I am yes. definitely, I. I will be watching and cheering and sharing from the sidelines. Oh, I love yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I think that's I think that's the next step, especially in the especially in the time and the situation of the world we're in. That's the next step, um, considering we've just got the big orange lizard out. Yeah, of, I mean, you know, for real. Yeah. the White House. <laughs> we've now got someone else in. Now we need to just get the other one yes. out in this country. It's just and then, our own orange. Just our own. Mess. But, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like there is a lot to look forward to from you, Estine. You've given us three incredible episodes. You've been such a pleasure to watch. Um, what what are your social media so we can keep up to date with everything, Everything Estina? is at Estina Mandela. Nice and simple, easy, none of this. And the, the, and the, 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 the <laughs> no, all Estina Mandela. And then, um, yeah, follow, like. Hashtag blah, blah, blah. But follow me, follow the girls, and please follow your local artists and your local supports and your local businesses as well. That's very important. As much as I am on Drag Race, local talent is still there. I started as local talent, so we never forget about it. And um, Merry Christmas. Yes, Queen! <laughs> we love it. Well, we have come to the end of the episode. This has been Fierce Slay Talk. You can join us on our journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Fierce Slay Talk. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us going on. We could talk for hours. And if you enjoyed the show, let your friends know. Go on, spread the word. Be sure to review the podcast as well. Till next time. You want it. You got it. I won't hold back. Come snatch it. Come take it. All yours right off the rack. No wanting, no waiting. You shake me down. You touch it, you taste it. Come take me here and now. Try it and buy it at the top of the stack. Bag it and snag it, no need to attack. Instant and present, hit go and play back. Right now, 
right now. Take it and tame it, walk me to the door. Have it and hold it, you only want more. Live it and love it, you got it, it's yours. Right now, right now.